Connectivity, episode 223. Uh, I am Adam Abunasser, and I am joined by Brian Rose. What's up? And Matt West. Hello, everyone. Uh, we were just talking about how much we all hate Zelda, and it's the worst game ever. Um, but that's not what this episode is about. I'm kidding, we all love Zelda. I was actually playing Zelda uh, while we were talking. Um... Today we're going to talk about our gaming setups, what we had to sacrifice in order to plug our switches in, um, and just kind of the history of our gaming setups, um, like through moves and stuff like that. Um, so do one of you guys want to start? Well, um, I moved my stuff around recently. So right now I have PS4 and then Switch. <clears throat> I have the Retro 5 all hooked up. Everything else got put in the closet. Hang I on, had the Wii U. What, what's a Retron 5? The Retron 5 is a system that will play, I think, most systems up to... Cartridge-based, up to Game Boy Advance. Okay. So it'll play, like, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, NES, Famicom, Super Famicom, SNES, Genesis, I think... I think you could put on the things for like Mega Drive and 32X, and um, that's it. But yeah, there, it's it plays all of those. Okay, so Wait, so this thing has like 50 ports on it. It has like four, and then there oh, the, yeah, there's like four ones for on top for cartridges for uh, SNES and Famicom and things like that, and. There's one slot at the bottom where you can put in the Game Boy uh, library. And then there's ports on the side for all the controllers. So that's a really cool thing to like bring up in this episode where we're talking about what did we have to sacrifice because with something like that, uh, you can keep playing your Super Nintendo, Genesis, whatever games and not have to worry about, oh, I have to unplug the Genesis so I can make room for my... Uh, Xbox One or whatever, you know? Exactly. But I did have to get rid of some stuff. Um, I got rid of the Wii U because uh, it's pretty much dead. And, and, you know, as much as I like the Wii U and as much as I like my virtual console library, um, I really have no intention of playing it anytime soon. The last thing I did was stream Harvest Moon 64, which is up on YouTube on, on the NWR channel. You can check it out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, beyond that, I have no interest in doing anything with the Wii U for a while. Until I hook it up again and play stuff, but... Uh, it'll just be in the closet for the time being. And I also got... I also put away the Xbox One. Because I have... It's just been sitting there forever. That mm. There's no real reason to use it. I, I got Prison Architect from Gamefly recently. I was going to play that, but I... I haven't really been like motivated to play it, so in the meantime, just going to uh, sit there. Um, yeah, that sounds like a kind of downer game. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's I like those kind of games, so I want to at least try it out. And I had a coupon, so I, I decided to at least like buy it and see if I like it. But I haven't gotten to it yet. Interesting. Now, Matt, you kind of were the inspiration for this episode. I know you just moved. Yeah. And moving is terrible. So what's, what's your new setup like? <laughs> yeah, so moving is terrible. I never want to do it again. Um, but <laughs> I know I probably will. 
Um, so I actually moved the day that Switch pre-orders came live, so that was even worse, because uh, we like packed up like all night the night before, and then I woke up really early to stand outside in a line at GameStop to pre-order the Switch. Um, so that was fun, because uh, then I had to like drive a moving truck and unload the moving truck while I was dead tired, but... But at least you had that song in your heart. Yeah, yeah, I, I got the Switch, which actually, uh, you know, it's probably a good thing because they're kind of hard to find right now. I was at GameStop today, and uh, the cashier lady told me that they get about 100 calls a day for just asking, do you have Switch in right now? Uh, if And, I mean, the answer is always no. And the next question they always ask is, when will you have it? And she said, every day I say, I don't know. Uh, like I think the answer times. to that is also no. Do you have it? No. When are you getting more? <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, at least because well, GameStop was on GameStop was on social media the other day, like advertising, like, oh, we're getting uh, uh, like a new shipment of switches on like I think it was like the twenty fourth or something of March, and I didn't see a single post in anywhere that said like, oh, I got a switch from that restock. Like, how many did they get? Yeah, I don't think they question. got a lot. Um, it sounds like they're doing, like, bundle things. Um, oh, yeah. Like, bundling it with Zelda and, like, the guide and, and like, Just Amiibo Dance. and stuff. And it costs, like, 600 bucks. So I think it's, like, they're ordering these and they're doing the bundle thing and trying to make as much money as possible with with what they can get right now. But uh, to be fair, it does come with $600 worth of stuff. Yes, yeah. So you get games in a case and, like, a lot of stuff that people might buy. But, like, I felt kind of bad because I'm friends with all the people at my GameStop. I like them. They're friendly. And when I bought my Switch, I didn't even buy a game with it. Like, because I, I went digital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm so sorry I'm not buying anything. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But then I ended up, I bought the special edition of Zelda and sold it to the person right behind me because I pre-ordered it and I didn't want to cancel it because that also makes them look bad and I just I really didn't want to like you know they were there at midnight I didn't want to yeah like hurt my friends um but yeah I'm one of those people that didn't buy any accessories uh yeah sorry to get off track uh, about switch stuff but yeah I did move I moved that day um and one of the first things that I do to kind of like uh, ease the moving in process is I I plug in my game stuff. That's one of the first things that I do, um, just to kind of like I don't know. It's it's the it's the thing in my house that I go to for entertainment and to relax and stuff. And so I think just setting it up is just kind of gives me this feeling like oh yeah, moving in is gonna suck, but eventually I'll get to sit down right here and I'll get to play that game and everything will be okay again. Um, and so as far as what I had to move when Switch came, I mean, right now I have the Switch plugged in. I have um, my PlayStation 4 and I still have the Wii U plugged in. Uh, the Wii U is plugged in because um, it's my Netflix box. Um, it's what I like to watch Netflix on, but it's also because the kids still play it. Um, that's what I give them to play if I want to play Switch in handheld mode. 
uh, which is... And how old are your kids? Uh, five and two. So... What do they play? Um, anything, really. Um, like, they'll play, like, really good games, like Zelda Wind like Waker. Bayonetta 2? Or, like, <laughs> no. Oh, Wind Waker. I don't have Bayonetta. <laughs> I don't have Bayonetta 2. Uh, but no, they play, like, Wind Waker. They play, um, like, Mario 3D World, Mario Kart. Uh, and then they'll also play, like, bad games, because, like, kids don't have that understanding of quality. Like, when I was a kid, I played with some really crappy NES games. Uh, but, like, my kids play, like, Game and Wario. Um, oh, my gosh. And they, they, like, love it. They have a really good time playing it, and I, I don't know, I get bored with it after, like, four minutes, so... Um, but yeah, we keep it up for them, uh, so that they can play stuff while my wife or I play Zelda on the Switch. Oh, is your wife playing Zelda too? Oh, yeah, yeah. How far is she? Um, I think she just finished her second dungeon. I don't know how many shrines or Korok seeds or whatever she has, but she's done the, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but she's done two dungeons, so... Man. Um, so you guys are lapping me. Yeah, sorry. Well, I'm still at <laughs> zero. I've I've still only completed the first um, a beast or divine beast. Yeah, oh my I'm still like very far behind. I I'm, I just got the um, Goron outfit, so I'm running around dressed mm-hmm. as a girl. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're both playing that. So we still have the Wii U plugged in for that. As far as what I had to move to play the switch i really didn't have to unplug or sacrifice anything and part of the reason for that is that most of the time when i play switch i play in handheld mode so um and the dock fits really nicely like right behind my tv on the stand so i didn't really have to move anything that was underneath it because i don't want to put the switch um like underneath because i have to pull it out and put it back in a lot so i wanted to put it like on top of the tv stand um, so that's, but you had plenty of, like, HDMI ports and stuff? I have two. Um, so right now the Wii U and the Switch are occupying it. Um, so that's kind of... If there was something that I had on PlayStation 4 right now that I wanted to play, that would kind of be more of a headache. But I would probably just unplug the Switch because I play it mostly in handheld mode anyway. So... Um, yeah, we'll... We'll see what that's like when there's something on PlayStation 4 that I have that I actually want to play in a couple weeks. So, Well, cool. Um, so, my setup, um, I live with, a, with three other people, so I mostly play games in my room, and I just have, I like splurged and bought a monitor that cost over $100 for my birthday last year. Um, it's the prettiest thing I've ever owned. Uh, like, it's not that fancy, but I think it's fancy. And when you sit really close to it, like, it's fine. Hmm. Um, I mostly bought it because it has a really low response time, and that made me feel fancy. Uh, but it only has two ports. So, I have my PS4 and my Switch plugged into it right now. But, I really miss my Wii U. That's what got unplugged. Hmm. Uh, because my... Um, my Wii U is what I use for YouTube because I like the way YouTube works on the gamepad and, um, I hook it up to, I hook my phone up to the same internet connection and you can like 
make a playlist from your phone and it'll just play. So like if I'm eating or hanging out or whatever and I just want to like watch a bunch of YouTube videos, um, that's, that's what I use. And on the PS4 it has YouTube, but every time I try to like open it, it tells me like it'll be locked forever. And if you ever want to post anything on YouTube from your PlayStation 4, it'll go on this account. And I'm like, well, like, maybe I don't want to do that. Like, what if I someday want to record something and put it on a different channel? Like, I don't know. It just, it was overwhelming to think about, like, oh my gosh, like, it'll be locked forever. I can't change it to another account. So I just never set it up. Um, but I do use my PS4 for Netflix. Um, I don't know why I don't use the Wii U. I guess, well, my Netflix, with the, with the PS4, you, it has a low power mode, like the Switch. Um, and whenever I turn it on, it's just Netflix. And it's like, this is the last thing you were watching. You can just resume it right now. Um, so it's a lot faster than waiting like a minute for the Wii U to finally load up into Netflix. And then you have to go find what you were watching or whatever. Um, so that's why I have my PS4 plugged in. Yeah, I do what like, you saying, Brian? you know, I do like using, um, YouTube and Netflix on the Wii U, but thing of it is, when I had that set up and the PS4 set up, I ended up using the PS4 far more often, so, I mean, it's not that the Wii U, Netflix, or, or those other applications were bad, but, I mean, just, the PS4 always was meant to be, like, more of an entertainment console, and I always saw the Wii U as, you know, I could play games on it, so I never really kept Netflix or Hulu or those other things on for long. Yeah, I just, I don't know, I, I explained my really weird reasoning for using YouTube on the Wii U and Netflix on the PS4. Actually, I don't know if I explained it, because it doesn't make any sense, but that's my reasoning. Um, but I have a sad little lonely life, so on the Wii U, I can hit the home button and pull up the quick start menu, and then hit YouTube, and then go start the microwave. And then, when I get back from the microwave, YouTube will be loaded... I can hook my phone up to it and start my playlist, and then when my playlist is ready to go, the microwave is done, and I can go get my sad little plate of pizza rolls and come and watch YouTube. So that works for me. No, that's exactly... But, no, what you're describing is exactly what I do, except with Netflix. Oh my God, thank God. It's like... Thank I, God. I turn the Wii U on, I hit the quick start menu, I hit Netflix, and then I go and I, you know, I make myself a drink or something, and then by the time I get back... It's loaded, and I can just go uh, pick my video or whatever. So, Oh, well, thank you. I was going to say it makes me feel a lot better since you're, like, the most adult person on the site because <laughs> you have, like, a wife and kids and, like, a family. Like, you're a grown-up, and you were like, I do the same thing. And I was like, oh, thank God I'm not just this giant man-child. And you're like, I make myself a drink. And I'm like, oh, I make pizza rolls. <laughs> So it didn't make me feel as good about myself, but Adam, thank you. Adam, I haven't had pizza rolls in, like, five years, probably. The weird thing about, actually, the like, weird thing with me, yeah, I mean, I like bagel bites, but anything else, I mean, I just would rather order a pizza. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I, uh... I mean, I'll eat them, but I'm not, like, into them. I like, I mean, like, pizza rolls, like, I mean, I'm not judging, but, like, they're not, like even a little bit good for you and like we're trying no. to get our <laughs> we're trying to get our kids to like you know eat healthy things and so yeah. like i try to get things that like for me and my wife are like not 
super terrible for us. So that way, if like the kids see us eating it, it's like they're not like, oh, can I have one? It's like, no, I really don't want to start giving you this. Maybe when, wow. maybe like when they're teenagers, uh, I'll ruin their uh, healthy eating <laughs> habits. But I mean, like right now, it's like they're still kids, so. Maybe see. Uncle Adam will come visit and be like, who's this strange internet man and why did he bring us pizza rolls? <laughs> I really hope they refer to you as the strange internet man. <laughs> you'll be like, where did he come from? And you'll be like, he came from the internet. <laughs> I ordered a friend off Twitter. <laughs> that's um, probably the only way I can up... friends right now. <laughs> I mean, that's where I met you guys. <laughs> um, so on... On my setup, this monitor, I sometimes, very, very occasionally, use it for homework week, which is, I- I'm sure you guys know, it's that week at the end of the semester where, like, the one teacher who was like, I don't believe in, due like, dates. due dates. Yeah, that's when you do all of that homework. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, and you have, you know, the final research paper. So it's nice to have two screens and be able to open up, like, uh you know, open up the assignment details and all your research and then have your Word document and, you know, just have a bunch of stuff open on two screens. And when I do that, the Wii U gets sacrificed because at serious times like that, you can't take YouTube breaks. If you're going to take a break, it has to be Netflix, you know, because YouTube, they will try to be topical and talk about the news or like the video game version of news and, like, you're still into the real world. And you can't do that during homework week. During homework week, you have to, like, escape into, like, early 2000s, like, hospital, like, scrubs. Be like, nothing matters. You have sex with the girl of the week, and then everything works out. And it's like, yes, this this is nonsense, and I can escape. So, yeah, I actually don't play video games. I just um, watch YouTube and Netflix. And once a week, once one week of the year, I do homework. Um, and also, I have a Switch also plugged in. That you don't play video games on? No, I'm waiting for it to get Netflix and YouTube because uh, my old phone had a kickstand, but then I got a new phone uh, like at the end of the summer, and it does not have a kickstand. Oh. And boy, let me tell you, it is hard to watch things on your phone when you do not have a kickstand. So I cannot wait. For Netflix and YouTube on the Switch, no. yeah, like in I can't either because then I can, I can't wait for Mario Kart, Netflix, and YouTube, because then I can unplug my Wii U, because then I'll have See, I can live without net or I can live without Mario Kart or any other games. I'm just saying. For I just my want. Kids. I don't care about your kids. Okay. Um, I. <laughs> I just want Netflix and YouTube so that when I'm sitting in the school cafeteria near but not with the kids who play magic cards, uh, I can, you know, put up my kickstand and watch YouTube or Netflix. But wait, there's still kids that play Magic the Gathering? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, and I sit there with my 3DS or my Switch or my giant laptop that says, like, Gamer on it. I didn't put that there. It came that way. And they never came and said Sure. I've been going to that school for like 10 years, and the Magic Kids never came and said hi. That's sad. But it's because I'm too cool. I guess, yeah. Yeah, with your, with your gamer sticker. It's not a sticker, okay? It's it's the logo of my Zeus laptop. 
I have um, Chromecast set up too. I forgot to mention that. It's like plugged into my USB port on my TV. Or is it? No, it's HDMI. Yeah, yeah, it's HDMI. Yeah, it's HDMI and USB power. Yeah, there you go. So I have that set up too. Um, cause I moved my room around recently, so I got rid of the, uh, what's it called? The Mac thing that connects with the HDMI, the Thunder cable? Oh, I don't know. Something what? like that. Who knows? I, uh, said, I got, yeah, this Thunderbird display port. I think that's what it's called. Not sure, but, um, yeah, I, I got rid of that and I just, instead just, um, put in Chromecast and I can still cast my monitor over to the TV, so that still works out pretty good. It's a nice alternative. Do you like having to control it with, like, your phone or your computer instead of it having a dedicated remote? It's kind of annoying at times, even especially when I want to be lazy and not, like, get out of the bed. But it's not totally bad. It's manageable. Okay. Oh. Do you guys ever turn off your TVs? No. I, I go sleep with it on. I, I like putting it on the Chromecast menu than going to bed. Seeing all the pretty pictures in the background. Oh yeah, like, Chromecast does the pictures. Yeah. Right now there's a nice city landscape on mine. It's, it's on the Chromecast right now. I turn mine off usually. I mean, yeah. every now and then I'll leave it on by accident, but... See, my monitor, if there's nothing, like, outputting to it, it'll go into, like, low power mode. And then if something does output to it, it'll, like, turn itself all on. And it's a lot faster than turning it off, even though, like, it might be, like, the shittier thing for a person to do. Uh, but my last TV... Alright, I guess we'll go into our old setups. My last TV was a 50-inch TV that weighed more than me weighed more than any human being ever on earth it was massive and it had one hdmi port and it did 720p it was my first hd tv and i don't know my 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 grandma's friend gave it to her or something i don't know this woman did not speak english i went to her house and got this giant tv and then my grandma didn't want it <laughs> she put it in the corner of her family room facing the wall and I would, like, go over there after she went to sleep and play Skyward Sword on it. And it was, like, the craziest thing. There was this giant TV, and I was playing the new Zelda on it. Um, and then eventually I just took it to my house, to my one-bedroom apartment. And, because uh, I don't think I had... Yeah, I didn't have a TV at my one-bedroom apartment. I had... So, for Skyward Sword, I was either playing it on this giant TV at my grandma's house, or... An 8-inch portable DVD player that had, like, AV in. And I would play Skyward Sword on this tiny little screen. Oh, my gosh. Like, I guess it's not that funny because I'm playing the new Zelda on a smaller screen. But it was pretty ridiculous. Because um, I had this little bag that would fit that and my Wii and a Wii remote in. And I would carry it around. And then, like, when people were being boring, I would just start playing Zelda. <laughs> But not, like, new handheld Zelda, like old giant motion control Zelda. Uh, but that TV, I never once turned that TV off. Maybe I, once when I moved it. I, I left it on because right when you would turn it on, 
it was so dim for like an hour. Like I had to warm up or something. I don't know, it was really old. And I had, that was when I got, I, I took my brother's 360 that he threw away and had it fixed. And I would play 360 and feel like a badass. Uh, and I had my, that was the TV I had when I got my Wii U. Which also made me feel like a badass. Um, and what else did I have hooked in there? For like a, a month, I had my brother's PlayStation 3. And I played South Park on that, and that was it. That was the only game I ever played on PS3. And in Apple TV. That's what <laughs> I had hooked hooked into that. And then when I moved, I, I got a job as a stockbroker for a while. So I was like, oh, I should get a bigger apartment because I'm fancy now. So I got a two-bedroom apartment. Uh, and one of the bedrooms I just turned into, like, a game room. And I put this giant TV in there and all my video games... And, uh, then I was going to turn the, like, the living room into a library, but it ended up becoming a storage room with just boxes and boxes of shit in it. And then I decided that, I decided pretty quickly that I hated being a stockbroker and it was awful. So I decided to go back to school. And at the same time, my sister was getting tired of living in her one bedroom alone. So she moved in with me. And,. Then I had to live in my game room and put all my games and TV, well, put my TV out in the main room. And, like, I had to organize it and, like, put things away. And then she slept, she took my bedroom. And it was, it was weird, but it ended up being really nice. But then her cat would always jump on the giant TV. And every time he jumped on the giant TV, the picture got just a little more fucked up. Just a little more. And then one day, I came home and was like, oh, I'm so excited to use my TV because this game called Xenoblade just came out. Mm. And the TV was shot. It didn't, it, it, it didn't work at all. Like, there was no way I could play anything on it. Man. So I went into her room and took her... It was like a an 18-inch 720 TV, like, she got it in high school, like, for Christmas or something. Like, it was not a nice TV. And played it on that. But I couldn't play anything other than Xenoblade on that because that TV had terrible input lag. Oh. So, like... That sucks. Yeah. I, I, like, tried playing Super Smash Brothers on it and the music coming from the gamepad and the music coming from the TV were so far apart. Like, it was hilarious. I wish I would have recorded it or something because it was, it was really bad. That sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it that was, now. It was awful. So that's why when I went shopping for a replacement, I just got this little monitor because only monitors put response time, I guess. And that's, you know, what was the most annoying thing about the setup I had. And then my sister moved to New York and I moved in with uh, my friend and his sister and her boyfriend in a house, which is weird. I haven't lived in a house since I was, like, very young. Um, mm. But, yeah. Well, since, um, I guess I'll talk about the setups that I've had since I got married, because there have really only been, like, two. Um, but, uh, shortly after we got married, uh, we did an internship where uh, I went and taught English in Japan. And, uh, my setup over there did not consist of any, vi like, video game console. It was just, like, the TV, because 
when I was in Japan, all I did was play handheld games. Um, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't even own a console while I was over my, there. My consoles were still over here in America, and I thought about, like, oh, maybe I should buy a Wii, but that was during the time where I, like, hated the Wii, because video games that I liked weren't even coming out on it. So, um... Like Zelda? Uh, like Zelda or Mario or anything. Um, it was like, it was like the year when, like, there was, like, Wii Fit Plus and Wii Music and, like, oh, God. Animal Crossing uh, City Folk, which is my least favorite version of Animal Crossing. Uh, it was, like, that year. Um, I remember that year. That was my, like, depressed high school phase. Was, like, only shitty games were coming out on the Wii. Yeah, I, uh, I almost... That was the year that I almost quit, like, Nintendo stuff. Uh, but luckily, wow. but luckily, like, the next year, like, Mario Galaxy 2 came out, and then the year after that, Skyward Sword came out, and, like, those, like, kind of restored my faith that Nintendo actually cared about still making games. So, uh, that was nice. But, yeah, so I, I just had my DS when we were over there, and, you know, I played, like, Pokemon. Um, I think Pokemon, like, Black and White came out when I was over there. Um, so that was kind of cool, like, being there for a Pokemon game release. Um, even though, I'm sorry, Adam, but Black and White are probably my least favorite Pokemon games. But You never played Diamond and Pearl? Uh, I have played Diamond, Diamond and Pearl. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond and, Pearl. and Pearl are my favorite. They're my second, wow. they're my second least favorite. Actually, it's not my, my favorite, it's like... Second, Alright, we're yeah. gonna hold off because uh, <laughs> uh, Neil's trying to organize a big debate. That was a little taste. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm not part of that, so I'm just gonna put in yeah, uh, my gosh. red and blue. Uh, actually, those would probably be my third ones. First one would be gold and silver. Second would be diamond and pearl. Third would be uh, red and blue. You know, there's like... And the rest, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Those are my top three. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire are okay. Black and White and the sequels are okay. Uh, X and Y are, uh, they're a little bit above those two. And, uh, Sun and Moon, um, I don't know, I, I, it has to be a while before I can decide on that. Yeah. Uh, before we go back to the discussion we were on, I just want to say, because I'm not part of that discussion either. Um, Wait, who's on that discussion? Uh, I don't remember, but... I don't know, every, everybody not. volunteered quickly, and by the time I got to volunteer, it was like it was already taken up. Yeah, so. but before we go back, my biggest complaint with Black and White, because part of that discussion is about like the Pokemon designs, I honestly feel like the Pokemon, the new Pokemon for Black and White feel like B-tier Digimon designs. They do not look mm. like Pokemon to me. Uh, they look, they look not, the same to me. I mean, not, there's some good ones. I'm not just talking... See, about, I feel that way about everything since a lot of the Ruby and Sapphire ones. I like Pokemon... Like Gen I, 1 and Gen 2 are the ones that look like Pokemon to me. The rest of them, you know, they some of them capture the feel of what a Pokemon game should be really well, but I, I haven't fallen in love with too many designs since 
you know, my I was very young. Yeah, uh, but I do like the Pokemon Sun and Moon designs. I think that those are the best ones since, like, probably since Gold and Silver. I, I can't think of a Pokemon from Sun and Moon. How is that? I completed the Pokedex. You can't think of a single one? I can I can think of some of the the beasts. Like Rowlet. And Rowlet. Oh, he was okay. Like, I don't know. We're not having this discussion right no, now. No, no, no. Yeah, let's, let's... T- tell, me about, tell me about how shitty it is to move. Yeah, so, um, oh no, I was, I was talking about, like, when we came back from Japan, my, uh, my, um, setup then was, uh, I got my very first, like, HD TV, um, and uh, it's actually the one that I still have. I should probably replace it soon, because it's starting to show its age. Um, it's not very nice to play Switch games on, um. Which is probably why I play in handheld mode like 80% of the time. Um, What's wrong with it? Is it like losing brightness or is it like not in 1080? It's, no, it's in 1080. It's just, it's kind of getting fuzzy. Uh, so like from mm-hmm. like, if I sit all the way back on my couch, which is like 10 or 10 feet away or so, um, or maybe I'm just getting old and my vision's just bad. I don't know. Uh, but when or maybe I, it's just the Joy-Con, you know, you're not supposed to sit farther than eight feet away. You know, I've never had an issue with that. Me either. So, uh, I've never tried. I've played in handheld, like, pretty much the whole time. Yeah, I think... Same. same. I, I play in handheld a lot, but, I mean, even when I've played uh, on the TV, whoa, whoa, whoa. I haven't had an issue. So, But we're, we're going to talk about handheld later. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I... It was nice because when, when we came back from Japan, like, two months later is when Skyward Sword came out, and that was, like, the first game that I really played on my new TV, which was which is funny because it's an HD TV and Skyward Sword is not an HD game, but that's, like, the game that I, like, <laughs> like introduced uh, my uh, new HD TV into the house with, but uh, I loved that game to death. I, play, I beat it in two days. Um, wow. Yeah, it was, uh, I got, I actually got the game for Christmas because we were gone when it came out here. And so I got it for Christmas and, uh, I think I started playing it on New Year's Eve and I beat it like late on New Year's Day. Um, I think I, I think I took like two breaks to like eat and then every now and then I like went to the bathroom or something. This was, but this was before I had kids. So I could do things like this. And before I had a real job too, so. And before we had 3DSs. Yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago. No, wait, it was. Wait, hang on. No, that was the year that I got a 3DS. Uh, because that was the first thing that I did when I came back. It was like they had Black Friday deals for 3DS. Or something, and uh. Wait, when did Skyward Sword come out? Was it 2010 it was or? 2011. Was it really? Yeah. Wow, I lied. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> That's fine, dude. Time's a weird thing. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, I remember because we came back and, uh, for Black Friday, GameStop had some deal where if you traded in your old DS, um, you got like a certain amount. And this was like after they had the price drop for the 3DS. And so I got, uh, 3DS like bundled with Mario 3D Land. And I only paid like ninety bucks for it. Holy shit! I paid two hundred and fifty dollars with mine, and I bought uh, 
Samurai Warriors <laughs> yeah. for $40. <laughs> yeah, but you got like 10 free Game Boy Advance games, so... Yeah, and I only played one of them ever, and it was a game <laughs> that I have on Game Boy Advance. I forget how I got my 3DS, actually. That's kind of weird, I forget. Did it just fall from the sky? Maybe. <laughs> one day the heavens were like, Brian, you need to play this. Like, I forget how I got the original 3DS, but I bought my um, new 3DS fairly quickly. I think I, um, I think I just bought it. I don't it's weird, I usually remember getting all my systems, but not that one. I guess yeah, it wasn't I that memorable. Getting, <laughs> I remember getting my 3DS because it came out l- like two weeks after my 21st birthday. Since I was 21, like everyone gave me money and was like, go out and have fun. And I was like, no, I don't want to <laughs> drink. So I like went out and bought a 3DS. <laughs> yeah. So that was a really nice holiday season, actually. Like Mario 3D Land and Skyward Sword, and I think like Mario Kart 7 came out around then too. So yeah, that first year was the second half was pretty big. Yeah, so that was that was nice. That restored my uh, love for Nintendo. I think after a few years of being kind of disappointed with their game output. But, um, yeah, and then, like, we, after that, we had my first son, and we moved into a bigger place, because the place that we lived in was basically, like, a one-room apartment, which was fine for us. Like, we lived pretty simply, but, um, it wasn't enough for, you know, having a kid. And so we moved into a bigger place, and, um, around the same time as, like, when the Wii U came out, um, so... I actually sold my Wii because I didn't want to keep it and have the Wii U both, like, plugged in. Because I also had an Xbox 360 at the time, and so I couldn't, like, I told you my TV only has two HDMI things, two plug-in things, and so I sold the Wii and used the money to get the Wii U. I don't know why I kept the 360, too. I probably should have just sold it then, because I sold it, like, two months later or something to buy Pikmin 3. Um... Because oh, that sucks! I got Pikmin three for free when I bought uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, that's I got one Zelda. Of, that that was one of the things that I was really upset about that deal because like they offered four games. It was like Pikmin three, Wonderful One Hundred Ones, Zelda, or like Wii Party U. And uh, yeah, guess who had everything except for Wii Party U? <laughs> <laughs> you. Yep. Uh, so, that deal. And then, like, we got Wii Party U and, like, played it twice. And, I mean, I guess that was nice to have for free, but, man, I wish I had, like, held off on, like, Wonderful 101 or something and got that for free with Mario Kart 8, but whatever. It's fine. It's just now I, like, question whether or not I should buy every Nintendo game at launch or not, just in case a deal like that happens. Well, they haven't done that really since. I remember they did it once on the 3DS, um, and it was like if you bought a new 3DS and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, then you got Professor Layton. That's and such I a bought, weird like, combo. Yeah, and I bought the Pikachu 3DS, which I was embarrassed by, even though it was beautiful, and then I bought 
Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which was not a good follow-up to the DS one. And I then, never got into that series. Yeah, um, not, the, no interest. The the one I played a lot of was Explorers of Sky, and that one was really good. Hmm. Um, but the first one didn't hold my attention, and the third one just had such slow moving dialogue. It was it um. made it made me feel like it was talking down to me. Yeah, that sounds like, boring. Whatever. I'm just not a huge yeah, fan of like randomized dungeons. I'm not a big fan of like roguelikes either. Like I don't like. I just don't like it when I have no idea, like not just no idea what to expect, but I don't like thinking, oh, there's a chance that like this next room that I enter could have like five billion enemies in it, just because the game like does these things using some kind of algorithm that may or may not decide to make sense right now. Um, well, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon isn't that bad, you know. It's it's not super hard, but it's fun yeah. to go collect all the Pokemon or whatever. Um, but yeah, the other three things I played, I didn't even beat Professor Layton. It was my first one, and I was like, oh, this is... It was like the fifth one or something. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I've... So that was a big waste. I played uh, the, like, Game Boy Advance. Did they have a Game Boy Advance one? Um, I think the first one was on DS, but it might okay. have been... On Game Boy Advance in Japan, maybe? Okay, I thought my brother, I thought my younger brother had one on the Game Boy Advance, but maybe it was DS. But I played it for like five minutes, because at the beginning, they give you a quiz to figure out which Pokemon you are. And I just wanted to oh, know... Oh, you're talking about Mystery Dungeon. Yeah, there, the first one was on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm not talking about uh, Layton or whatever. Yeah, I'm talking about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and I wanted to know what Pokemon the game thought I was. But after I found out what Pokemon it thought I was, I didn't play it again. What Pokemon did it think you were? I don't even know. It was like a Ruby and Sapphire. I think, I don't know, probably like Mudkip or something. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Hang on. I believe it was Psyduck, and I was so happy. Because <laughs> I love Psyduck. Um, it's I, cool. I think the first one, it gave me Torchic. And I was like, oh, I'm okay with that. I like Torchic. And then in the second one, it gave me, I think, Chimchar. And I was like, oh, Chimchar is the worst fire starter. <laughs> like, it's just a stupid monkey. He was the worst until the pig thing. I like the pig thing. No. Ugh. All right. I like black and white. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I'll you ever play? I'll stop did saying Did you ever play black and white too? It. No, because I hated black and white. Ugh. I like black and white. I, I probably should have played Black and White 2 because it solved my biggest problem with Black and White in that in Black and White you can only catch the new Pokemon, and I hate all of those new Pokemon, and in Black and White 2 you can catch old Pokemon. Yeah, there's a lot of old Pokemon. Like, I think my starting team was, like, Magnezone and Lucario. Yeah. And, like... So I and the pig guy. So I probably would have liked Black and White 2 better, but, I mean, at this point, that's a DS game. That's like two handheld generations ago. It's too late. Wow, you're already calling the new 3DS a new generation of handheld? No, I'm calling the Switch a new generation of handheld. Uh, it's a home console. This, uh, <laughs> this whole episode is about how it's a home console. <laughs> Whoa, wait, before we, before we move on to that topic and skip over uh, Brian's... Brian, do you want to talk about different setups you've had? Um... Mine hasn't really changed a lot in recent years. I mean, I, I talked about moving my room in January, and that was the first big one in 
years. Um, I used to have the Xbox and the Wii U up, uh, ran running. I had the PS4 up. And, uh, that was pretty much it for a long time. I, I had the Retron. I switched to Xbox with Retron every now and then, but it was usually just the big three. Um, I mean, I would have the Wii installed sometimes, but, um, like whenever I want to play a GameCube game, because I ended up selling my GameCube. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, it's, it's, it's been pretty much the same since 2014, when, uh, PS4 and Xbox started coming out. And before that, it was like 360 and PS3, so. Not, not that big of a switch. The PS3 is now in the living room. That's a nice uh, replacement because we didn't have a Blu-ray player in there, so now it has all that. Oh yeah, that works out pretty good. Yeah, so one of the nice things about having a PlayStation 4 is I got to get rid of my Blu-ray player, uh, which was taking up another HDMI slot. So that was nice. I think the the only Blu-ray I have is Scott Pilgrim. And I only have, like, ten DVDs. So, okay, so the last time I moved, I got rid of so many DVDs. I had, like, 40 Disney DVDs. And not, like, the crappy ones, but, like, the good ones. And I gave them to my friend because he and his wife had just had a baby named Vincent Walter. Um, their, and then their last name, Walter for Walt Disney. Oh. And they honeymooned at Disney World and stuff. So I was like, oh, here, you can have these Disney DVDs. And they're all grateful and happy and stuff. Um, and then fast forward to like j- just over a year later and my sister had her first baby. And now I'm like, oh man, I really wish I had like a bunch of Disney DVDs to give her. <laughs> but I don't. Um, so I got rid of I a lot a, of DVDs and I have a few of them. I have, um, Lion King. I have, I think I have Aladdin. That's it. Oh, I think I have Tron. Lion King and Beauty and the Beast still on DVD because I also bought those on Blu-ray and then gave them to my friend. I think I don't know, but uh, one thing that one mistake I did make when I was moving is I got rid of a lot of cables because I thought like, oh, whoever would ever need this many HDMI cables, you know, oh, I'll no. donate them and then people can have HDMI cables. And then I moved in and I have an HDMI switch, but I don't have enough cables to plug in my HDMI switch. So, like, that was a mistake. And I also, my sister gave me her Xbox 360, and I have an Xbox 360, but I think I gave away four Xbox 360 power cables in the move. I kept thinking, like, why do I have so many of these? This is an extra one. Gotta get rid of it. So I don't think I have a power cable for either of my 360s, because I think I threw away four of them. Dude, just sell them. Just sell them to GameStop for like five bucks. I would have if I had time, but I was out of town until like two weeks before we moved, and it was really stressful because my sister moved like from Omaha, Nebraska, to New York City, so it was like really emotional. Mm. It was awful. Um, but anyways, moving sucks. Uh, but what about moving your own person while holding a Nintendo Switch? Isn't that neat? That's a good segue. It's That's right, it's a good segue. <laughs> also, you could play your Nintendo Switch on a Segway. 
Oh, yeah, we're on a yeah, treadmill. That, oh my that, gosh, I'm gonna get that, so that sounds, fit. That sounds dangerous. You could lie. That sounds pretty dangerous. Like, I don't it, know. You have to just put just it, like pay attention to both. Put it on like the kickstand on the treadmill, and then just hold the Joy-Con separately as you run. Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm that, that would work. That. I mean, I uh, that still sounds I'm dangerous. Not gonna do that. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I'm never gonna exercise again. Don't try that. Yeah, I mean, no. what's the point no. of living longer? You know, I've already seen everything I could ever want. I mean, yeah. a giant Game Boy Advance. I already played Breath of the Wild. I mean, there's really no point to continue living. There's, mm-hmm. they're not. Yeah, gonna, Persona like, Five comes out soon. Yeah, all oh, right. Persona Five. I've never beat a Persona game. You know they're fun to play, but you, you know, uh, in all honesty, I didn't, I didn't beat Persona Four, but I still liked it a lot. <laughs> that's I love because that I, I'm, game. I'm bad at beating games. That's on I'm my, that's bad my bad. Games. No, Persona I've, Four is really good. Yeah, I think I've bought Persona Four three times, and I've never beat it. But it's really good, Matt. If you've never played it, you should. I've played both Persona Three and oh. Four. I haven't played. Did three. you beat them? Um, I didn't beat three. I got really close to beating three, but I have finished four. Four's really? Better. Four's better. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the reason I never beat four is one time I was like reading the calendar and I was like, I wonder if you can totally mess things up. Like I was on a website and I was looking through the calendar and then it, someone was like, oh, in this specific month, you have to solve the mystery and you have to answer all these questions specifically pick the first one on this one and the third one on this one and the second one on this one and then they were like oh and make sure you answer this one correctly the killer is and then it said who the murderer was and i was like are you fucking kidding me i've been playing this game for 10 years and this awesome spoiler was just right there you know what all coy about what the other questions were you know what i was um I was pretty sure I knew who it was before I figured out who, or I read who it was. I thought it was kind of obvious, but I, I don't want to talk about it because it's spoilers. I, it's spoiler for a non-Nintendo game that came yeah. out like a time ago, but whatever. I had no idea, and I was so sad. Like I, I was like, it's okay, we'll just stop playing, and then someday we'll forget, and then we'll remember. But I will never forget because, oh my gosh, like even just like playing some of the game and finding out. Is like exhilarating. I I couldn't imagine. So I'm excited for Persona Five, but I'll never beat it. So I will. But that is a game that we have to buy at launch if we want it because it's Atlas and it will disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Like Radiant Historia. So when you're talking about spoilers like that, uh, so like Last Guardian just came out, and that's a game that like I waited for for like you know a really long time, and uh, but. It came out, like, right after Final Fantasy XV. And so I had to pick, which, okay, which one am I going to buy? So I bought Final Fantasy XV. Finished that. That's fine. And then somebody accidentally spoiled the big, like, secret reveal that happens at the end of Last Guardian. Uh-oh. And now I, like, just, I don't have any motivation to play it anymore. Like, it's gone. I don't think it'll ever come back. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I don't know the ending, and I thought that Shadow of the Colossus was really boring, so I only played it for like three hours, Shadow and I'm not going to play The Last Guardian. Shadow of the Colossus was kind of boring. I <gasps> We agree on something, <laughs> Matt. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I, I can like, get into the, those uh, T. Michael games in general. 
I, just something about them. The co- me. the Colossus battles were amazing and are some really great boss fights, but everything in between them is empty space and nothingness. It's like oh, what game did I really like? I like Pandora's Tower. That seemed similar, but way better. I never played that. You should play that. It, I think it's twenty bucks on Wii U, it, and it's so good. If you like Zelda, it's like um. It's 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 a lot like uh, an old school 3D Zelda. Hmm. Now I'm interested. You should definitely play it. Okay. Like it came out. You know, there are the three games. There are the two long and boring RPGs, and then the what? Zelda no, game that no one stop. talked about. Don't, you can't just say that. It's like Xenoblade was one of those games. Yeah, very long, somewhat boring RPG. Oh, I love Xenoblade. Okay. Whatever. I love Xenoblade, but I got bored of it. Okay. Uh, same with the last story. I think I liked the last story more than Xenoblade, and I loved Xenoblade, but I got bored of it. See, I, I didn't. Uh, I Pandora's didn't Tower. I also got bored of it, but I get bored of a lot of things. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I've been. I've always wanted to look at Last Story and Pandora's Tower because they were the other two of those games. It's just by the time they came out, I had a Wii U, and like it's like this generation too. Like when, now that Switch is out, like they're still putting out. 3DS games, and I have, like, no interest in them, because I'm, like, I'm done with that system. Like, I don't care Wait, anymore. do I have Pandora's Tower still? I'm over here digging through... Oh, yeah, I had this beautiful shelf with all my games on it, and they were organized by system. They were organized alphabetically, and then my sister took them all and put them in these giant Rubbermaid drawers and put them in by system, not alphabetically. Nice. So yeah, I do have Pandora's Tower. Cool. But I'm digging through this drawer over here. I was looking for Skyward Sword uh, to figure out what year it came out, but I couldn't find it because it's not with the S's. I think it came out in November of 2011. We'll never know. I mean, um, you could like, check the internet. It's okay. okay. No, but we were supposed to be talking about all the crazy places that we played <laughs> the Switch. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. Okay, so I have not played the Switch in the bathroom. I probably will never. I don't know that I've played the 3DS in the bathroom. Yeah, that's kind of gross. I kind of just, like, go to the bathroom and then, like, leave. Like, I definitely played, like, Game Boy, maybe Game Boy Color in the bathroom, but I've never been a big bathroom gamer. I think it's because I have a very flat butt, and if I <laughs> sit in the bathroom for too long, like, my legs fall apart, fall asleep. Fuck. I say too long. I mean, like, for any amount of time. Like, my legs will fall asleep. So I, I don't just, like, chill out in there. But that's the big joke with the Switch, that that's what everyone's going to do. But I, I will not. So I have a weird... This story isn't mine personally. It's a cousin's. But a uh, weird playing in the bathroom story for video games. So, like, the DS um, came out, like, when? Like, the DS Lite. Like, 2006? Uh, 2006? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, around that time. Yeah, so so my cousin got uh, a DS. I think he was like seven or so at the time. Um, he's a funny kid, but uh, he uh, we went we went over to their place once, and we we all had Mario Kart DS, and that was a game that we loved playing local multiplayer on. And so I was like, all right, uh, I brought Mario Kart. Let's play Mario Kart. And he goes, oh, I can't. My DS is gone. I was like. What do you mean it's gone? Like, what happened to it? And he's like, 
Oh, well, uh, I dropped it in the bathtub. And I was like, what do you mean you dropped it in the bathtub? Why did you have it? And he's like, well, when, when I'm in the bathtub and I'm, like, bored, uh, I like to play video games. And I'm, and I'm like, no, like, don't, why? Don't, don't take your DS in the bathtub. He's like, well, I get bored. And I'm like, then wash your hair and get out. <laughs> like, How don't... can you be bored in the bathroom? I mean, when you go in the shower or in the bathtub, I think there's a goal yeah. that yeah. you need to do with hair and it's not playing DS games. Uh... Do you know what I do when I'm bored in the bathroom? I take all the soaps and all the shampoos and I pour them all into one bottle and then I shake it up and then I smell it. Okay. Sorry, that was too much information. But yeah, I like do weird concoctions to make my own. Like I've done that once or twice when I was a kid. You're like, it's it's interesting. Okay, so I have this one body wash. I really like the way it smells, but it like is really shitty body wash. It's not. It's like shower gel or something. Like it's not soap. So I always like cut up a bar of soap and put it in a bottle, and then pour some of that in it, and then put like shampoo in there and conditioner so that I'm soft and then I shake it really hard and then that's what I use for my body wash so I still like smell good but it doesn't like dry out my skin um sorry guys so so anyway the switch the switch and not playing it in the bathroom don't (laughs) you know you don't play in the bathtub yeah no don't play your switch in the bathtub don't play it I mean don't even play it probably shouldn't even play it on the toilet I mean just like do your thing and get out just don't even play it while it's raining. Yeah. You just just don't, don't play yeah. it. Just leave it. Yeah, just... You're 80% water. Just look at it. It looks nice. Yeah, just... It's not waterproof. Let it sit no, it's there. Not. It has that giant open vent on the top. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm worried when I have it in my bag that, like, oh, no, what if it starts raining and it leaks through my bag and lands into the vent? Yeah. Oh. So I've played the Switch in a lot of places. Like, I've taken it to the mall... Uh, I've taken it to the park. Um, what else have I taken it? Um, you know, I've, I've played it just like sitting in my car. Like, well, like I've taken, uh, like my wife and kids, like someplace where they went in for like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. And while they're in there, I just pop it open, do a shrine in Zelda or something, and then close it when they get back out. Um, but I played it at the mall. Uh, there's this like, in our mall, we have a little, playground for kids and we sometimes take our kids to it and let them play around and um like the first weekend switch was out i i went we went there and uh i was playing zelda or whatever and this eight-year-old girl like comes over and like sees i have the switch or whatever and like her mom comes over and she's like oh like she's obsessed with zelda like this eight-year-old girl she's like she's obsessed with zelda uh, she's been really wanting one of those. And at the time, I thought, like, you know, the Wii U wasn't that popular. Like, I have no idea how how popular, like, Switch is going to be or whatever. So I just said, oh, yeah, they'll probably be available, like, next week or something. And they're still not available. Damn. So I you feel, just lied to that little girl. Yeah, I feel really bad because I hope she wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'll check GameStop next week. And I hope they haven't been, like, checking GameStop every week. Well, you should just keep going back to that park and just at the mall and just wait around. I was there today. And ask the children, be like, hey, do you like Zelda? Do you know that little girl who likes Zelda? (laughs) And eventually they'll call someone 
And you can be like, hey, I'm looking for this little girl who likes Zelda. No, I'm not going to do that. You know? That's weird. I know, but at least you'll be able to tell her, like, hey, they're sold out. I'm sorry. No, I think she... In case she, she doesn't can, know. She can figure that out on her own. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, creeper stalk this, like, eight-year-old girl just so I can tell her they don't have... Well, then how's she going to know? Stuff? How's she going to know it's sold out? Huh? You expect her to Google it? No, She's eight. I'm sure. I'm sure her mom has <laughs> called GameStop and asked... Well, you should call GameStop and be like, hey, if an eight-year-old little girl calls oh looking for Zelda, tell her that you guys are sold out. All right, yeah, I'll get on that tomorrow. <laughs> I'll just call uh, and let Brian, them know. have you played your Switch anywhere good? No, in the last month I haven't really gone anywhere. I've, I work at home, so I don't go out too often. And mm. when I do, it's usually not like a good time to take the Switch. I mean, I went to the doctor's office and I played it there for a while. Other than that, I mean, not really, no. My favorite experience taking Switch out was we went to Cracker Barrel. Uh, like, my family came down to visit um, for their spring break, and I bought snipper clips. And my brother and I sat there while we waited for our food in the middle of Cracker Barrel, like, screaming at each other because we were incompetent and couldn't solve the <laughs> snipper clips puzzle. <laughs> I've played the demo of that. It's, it's it's not bad. I kind of like it. It's clever. It's really good in multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, I've played bits of it with different people. I think my problem is that I haven't had, like, a running start playing with the same person. Hmm. So we keep getting stuck, and then they're like, do you have anything else? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they don't care about the Switch anymore. And I'm like, damn it. Like, where's Mario Kart? So, my introduction when people come over and ask me about the Switch is I hand it to them. I hand them, like, the Joy-Con grip, and I'm like, hey, do you want to play Zelda? And it's always yes. So, I'm basically, like, like what they did on, like, the Treehouse stream, where they just kind of, like, show somebody playing Zelda and they just talk to them while they do it. That's what I do every time somebody comes over to my house. So, you're welcome. Yeah, I do that you're welcome with Nintendo. a lot of people. Doing but, like, job. my baby sister, who just had a baby, so she's a grown-up, um, <laughs> like, she doesn't want to play Zelda. She likes to watch Zelda, but we mm. played Snipper Clips and we had fun, but that was the day before she went to labor, so she was pretty tired. Yeah. Um, and then my other sister came in town, and she had already beat it on my brother's Switch, so she was, like, being really mean and bossy, because she knew how to solve all the puzzles, and it was not fun for me, because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't figure them out. Uh, and then I tried playing them with a 13-year-old who was like, oh, is it going to get FIFA? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, cool. And then he got, like, bored. Hmm. Uh, but I've taken my Switch. I take it everywhere. So I have this super manly uh, little messenger bag that I carry around. It was originally a netbook bag that I got for $12 at Radio Shack in, like, uh, 2012 or something. And netbooks, if anyone remembers, are like 10-inch laptops. They used to, like, they pretty much got replaced by tablets. Yeah. Those were good for a while, though. I like those. I really like their bags. Um, so it's a Targus bag. Uh, it has two pockets in the front. One is the exact size of my 3DS, and the other one is the exact size of my giant portable battery. And then there are two pockets. One of them is super padded. And I, I I can fit, like, books in there. I can fit my Wii U and my gamepad in there, but not, like, the charging cables and stuff. Um, what else have I fit in there before? 
Oh, that's the bag I used to carry around my Wii and my portable DVD player in. <coughs> I'm dying. Don't, um, don't die. I'm dying. Well, it doesn't matter. I played Zelda. So. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but anyways, I love this bag. It's like one semester at school, I only used that bag because it was like some fluke semester. I didn't have to buy any big books. I had like one small book and I didn't need my computer for anything. So I just carried around this little bag. I love it. But my Switch fits in it perfectly. So I have my Switch in there. I could put my 3DS in there if I wanted, but I don't. Um, and I could put in my giant battery and two charging cables, one for my phone and one for my Switch. Which, by the way, my giant charging battery, it's like 20,000 milliamp hours or something. It's huge. And it'll charge my Switch and my phone at the same time. Um which is just really convenient. Um, and then the, the pocket that could fit the 3DS, if I take the Joy-Cons off, I can fit my Switch in there and then put the Joy-Cons like in another bigger pocket and fit a board game in there. Nice. Like, this bag is awesome. That's a good yeah. bag. So it's a very good bag. Uh, and it has, on the front, it has um, the lawyer pin from Ace Attorney. For no reason. I played part of one Ace Attorney game, and then I was like, I wonder if I can buy that lawyer pin. And I bought it online, and then I stopped playing Ace Attorney. But I have the lawyer pin, so that's cool. Um, but So yeah, my Switch goes everywhere. Uh, when my sister was in labor, I was hanging out in the room, playing Zelda. Like, uh, Oh, and that's when I was playing... Um, oh, the one game I reviewed, the Neo Geo game, Shock Troopers? Yeah. Shock Troopers. Yeah, I was playing Shock Troopers while my sister was having a baby. Um, yeah, I played Zelda when they got tired of me being in there. Because we were all, like, taking turns being in the room. Uh, I went out into the courtyard and played Zelda. And uh, I take it to school every day. And I'm a very heavy smoker, hence the cough and the dying. Uh, so between classes, you know, I go outside and I smoke cigarettes. Like, oh, no. When I get into class, I can't smoke cigarettes until after class. Um, but now, I smoke some cigarettes, and then I go inside and I sit in class and play Zelda until class starts. So I've actually cut back on my smoking thanks to Zelda. Um, what else have I played? I've played it in the car. Um, I went to pick up my sister the other day, and I was sitting outside of uh, my mom's apartment where she was staying. And instead of calling her to tell her I was there, I picked up Zelda and beat a shrine and then, like, went to go do some other stuff. And she called me and she was like, are you playing Zelda? And I was like, yeah. She was like, all right, I'm coming down. <laughs> she was like, she was cool about it. I'm about to take a trip. I'm going to California Ooh. on Wednesday. Uh, and I'm bringing my Switch and I'm going to play it on the airplane, just like the guy in the video. Only, I think he was playing Skyrim. Um... Yeah, we can't play Skyrim yet. I can, because I have a laptop, and I could play on my laptop I mean, mods and better graphics. I probably wouldn't. Whatever. I probably wouldn't play Skyrim anyway. I don't think I could ever play Skyrim again after Breath of the Wild. Uh, mods? I, mm. I like Skyrim, but... Uh, um, there aren't going to be I'm mods not... on the Switch version. No, no just get it on your computer. No, I don't want to play it on PC. I, I kind <laughs> of like the idea of a portable Skyrim, but at the same time, it, I mean, is this like the special edition, or is this like the 
Original it looks like the event. special edition. Uh, from what I understand, it's a special version made specifically for the Switch. So it uh, will probably well, be lesser. Yeah. There should be more details on that out soon, I, I hope. I, I would hope that there's new info out. But, I don't know. I, to me, it seems like one of those games is, is like a lip service to Switch. Like, yeah, yeah we'll put out Skyrim, but Skyrim, After that, Skyrim's yeah. literally on everything. Yeah, like you can play Skyrim on a PlayStation Three. So, but like, what, I'm I'm wondering if Bethesda's in this for long haul or if oh no, they're they not. Out. No, there's no, no way. If I they if they it. do Elder Scrolls Six, there's no way it's going to be on Switch. No, <laughs> no. So well, they're really pushing that Elder Scrolls Online. So maybe they worked out some deal where they were like. Hey Nintendo, we want to put this on everything. Can we put this on there? And Reggie was like, "Wait, I know what to do. We have to make them make Skyrim, and then the Switch will sell." Like some weird logic, you know, just to get like, I I feel like they both got something out of it. I mean, I know people that have bought Skyrim like three or four times on like three or four different things, and so I mean, maybe people will buy it on Switch. I just don't think. I mean, I I. I I personally don't like Bethesda games. Uh, I've I still have yet to play a Bethesda game that I care about, and I've played like two Fallout's and three Elder Scrolls and one Dishonored. I just don't care. Their games don't appeal to me. Um, but I mean, like maybe some people that buy a Switch will play it. I just feel like it's on everything else. So, I mean, unless you really want it portable. Uh, then what, what's the point? Well, I, I think the point is that it has to be a somewhat easy port, and Bethesda wants something else on there. Like, that Elder Scrolls Online, you don't... They, they, they don't charge a subscription for it, but you have to have, like, uh, PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. So I bet they have something going on where, like, you have to subscribe to the Nintendo account in order to play this game, and they're like, Skyrim just got caught up in the package, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Like, I feel like there's something else there, and that uh, Skyrim isn't the end of that story. They can't be. Who cares about Skyrim? Yeah, I, do. I don't. I, 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 I like Skyrim. I liked it a lot when I first played it. Um, there's issues, but I, I thought it was a really solid game back at that time. I think Zelda kind of outclasses it, but um, it's still pretty good. I, I mean, I'd like to kind of replay it again to see if it holds up four or five years later. Um, but there's the, I, I mean, I like uh, Fallout 3, and I never really got into uh, New Vegas or 4 for some reason. I didn't feel like that big of a leap in the series, honestly, from 3 to 4. Um... Yeah, and Skyrim was good. So, I, I mean, I like Bethesda games, but at the same time, that they're really good at um, not... They're, they're good at being kind of buggy and never really, like, yeah. getting past that. Because I know there are issues of Fallout 4. It's really hard too. for me, um, and I think one of the reasons why I like Nintendo's games a lot is because they have a certain amount of polish. Um, yeah. even like Breath of the Wild for, for that to be their first attempt at an open world game 
And I know there are like some frame rate issues and stuff. Um, I haven't experienced them too bad because I've been playing in handheld mode and apparently it's better in handheld mode. But um, like for that to be your your entry to open world and to not really have that many bugs or technical issues, I don't know. It's just like how can how can Nintendo do it on their first try? Like what Bethesda is still failing to do on like their seventh or eighth try. Uh, which is... Well, I think you're forgetting that Nintendo invented the open world genre with Super Mario 64. Um, but what I like about Bethesda games is that you can literally do everything. Uh, just because, I, I, I don't know if you guys have ever played them on PC, but you, like, I, I, I don't want to keep harping on mods, but you can just do whatever you want. And you can go find things that other people have done on them. Um, like, I haven't played a lot of them, but I have put a lot of time. I put a lot of time into Skyrim just doing nothing, just playing around. Like, in, in, in Zelda, I haven't had as much time or as much fun just wandering around. Like, I found cool stuff, which was fun, and I found Korok seeds or weapons or combat. Like, I found things which were fun. But in Skyrim, I can just do nothing. Like, I have done nothing for, like, a hundred hours in that game. Um, and, like, I don't know what the story is. I don't know what they want me to do. I just will, like, save and then go and, like, slaughter a village. Or, like, hack into, like, the test room that has all the strong items. And just do, like, stupid stuff like that. That just because they're... Just because of what they are, Nintendo wouldn't allow that in that game. But Bethesda games do allow that kind of stuff. See, I don't play games on PC, so... I've never... Well, I mean, you can still kill everyone and all the things. Like, in Zelda, if you swing your sword at someone, they're like, ah! Yeah, but I don't want to... I don't want to kill everybody. No, but then you go back to your last save state and everyone's okay. <laughs> like, it's guess, like Grand Theft Auto. You know, I no one plays Grand Theft Auto for the story. Yeah, but I They don't... play for the, the sandbox elements. And no one's playing this Zelda for the sandbox elements. They're playing it for the experience, you know? Like, yeah. They're different kinds of games. But, yeah, I mean, you're talking to somebody that also doesn't play Grand Theft Auto, though, so I don't really care about Yeah, but if you were sandbox. to play Grand Theft Auto, like, that would be the reason that you would play, is just to dick around for a while. Sure, but I think that's the exact <laughs> reason I don't play those games, is because I don't find that enjoyable. I understand. Yeah, so. Um, I think... I think... Go ahead. Well... Well, I just think, like, in those games, in terms of violence, I think it's okay as long as it's not, like, too realistic. I mean, I watched Mortal Kombat X the other day, and I was looking at the fatalities, and those are some of the most disgusting ones I've seen yet. So, like, I have, like, no interest in Mortal Kombat X, but, like, Grand Theft Auto, even the fifth one, is kind of silly enough to where I don't really... I guess I'm desensitized enough that if I see violence in Grand Theft Auto 5, I don't really care. But like, my, it used to be my goal was in, in Grand Theft Auto games, it's kind of like Zelda actually, where I was just running around and mow down people. I don't, it's, it's I, I didn't associate it with violence or anything, but, um, but it's, it's kind of like that same element to where you just explore and, and discover the world. 
I kind of like that. You could have done that back with Grand Theft Auto 3, you know. Now with 5, it's just kind of the same thing, but uh, I'm also more story-driven now. The Grand Theft Auto 5 has a really good story, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's both of those games have good open-world elements and have good stories. And um, I mean, as, as long as it doesn't get too crazy, I, I'm kind of fine with the violence. It's I guess it's just the way things are in 2016. Everything's just... If it's an M-rated game, it's going to be tons of violence. Yeah, I, it's not necessarily the violence that bothers me, though. It's, like, nothing really bothers me about it. It's just, it's not my type of game. So. Um, well, I think the most interesting place I've played the Switch is <laughs> on this episode of Connectivity... Because, I'm sorry guys, I'm not listening, I'm playing Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think we should probably uh, wrap up. Sure. Because um, I'm about to go get this dragon horn thing. Yes! Okay. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. This was Connectivity 223. Uh, I'm Adam, he's Brian, and he's Matt. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook and, uh, go to nintendoworldreport.com. Um, I'm, I'm so bad at ending episodes and I'm bad at picking topics too. This wasn't a great topic, but it was a great episode, guys. Talk about the Patreon. Um, We have a Patreon. Mm -hmm. Matt, do you want to talk about the Patreon? Uh, yeah. Um, we have a Patreon for Nintendo World Report. Um, if you would like to support us for... Uh, things like connectivity, uh, things like, uh, the videos that we do on our YouTube page, um, you can, uh, go there and toss a few bucks our way, and I think if you, um, I think it's the $1 tier, if you at least support us for $1, you get a, um, Patreon-exclusive podcast that I think is once a month. Uh, I think it, and I believe that's where the Pokemon debate will be held. Yeah, so if you want special stuff like that, Patreon-only stuff, there are some other things that you can get, like uh, there's like a game night thing that we're doing. There, I think there's something coming up with Discord that we're going to be throwing it. Um, the direction of our patrons, so just uh, if you're interested in supporting us, go check that out. That's my pitch. Alright, did we leave anything out? Don't think so. Brian? Nope, I'm good. Okay. Alright. Good job. Um, <laughs> bye. Bye. Bye.